Yo, what's up? Welcome to another Hell Week episode of Demolition. This is Hell Week uh, installment 3, 2022. I'll give you the quick rundown. We're going through, we're listening to all of the submissions that we have accrued. Um, we're like two and a half, three months behind on them, so we're just catching up. Um, don't start here, you know, go back, listen to hell week one. That way I don't have to give you the rundown on every episode. Again, if this is your first episode, probably not the best place to start, um, as we are recording this in one hellish marathon session. So it's not going to be like a one-to-one representation of our weekly episode. Um, but Hey, I'm not your boss. If this is what you want to do, if this is where you want to start listening to the show, by all means, be our guest. Want to just jump into it? Let's do it. Ready to go. I mean, what else can we say? Right. The, the last one ran uh, like an hour and a half, even with no preamble or anything. Right. So, well, we had some longer songs the last one. We did have some longer songs on the last one. Yeah, we so. did pontificate on Jada Pinkett Smith and her bulls. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, and the gaping moth Cthulhu. Right. Um, and we came up with a really good solution for racism and heavy metal. Yep, for sure. Right. right. Solved yeah. your problems. If it's got you squeamish. Yep. Just um, hit them in the mouth. Start, <laughs> yeah, start kicking ass, right? right. Um, okay, so first up, we have got uh, a band from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Desbord? Uh, Deborde? Desborde? I don't fucking know. D-E-S-B-O-R-D-E. Not my language, not my problem. This is the Ya No Quiero Ser Parte de Este Mundo demo. Uh, this was submitted by Grant, who I think has a, a couple submissions, in the like three submissions in the queue this week, so... Um, you know, we're, we're just, uh, there's, it's like every, every episode is like a, uh, it's like a feature for one of our submitters. Yeah. You know, we had I mean? the, we had the Brodio. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Grant is now, I think all 10 submissions are from him. <laughs> he, I think he just gave us three, but he's still the star. We're okay. going to let him shine. So, um, he described this as a, a, a solid first demo from an Argentinian hardcore band to let it play and rock. So we are going to listen to Ya No Quiero Ser Parte de Este Mundo by, uh, de, by whatever this band is called. Desborde. Desborde. <laughs> So I'm, I'm going to give you the English translation. So the English translation of this band name is Overflow. And the title of this demo slash that song is I Don't Want to Be Part of This World Anymore. 
Got you there for sure. So this was uh, this was indeed solid Argentinian hardcore demo. Uh, the vocals on this were really solid. Yeah, this was cool. I really liked the the synth just added in there as just a subtle hint of texture in the yeah. music. It was totally misleading at the beginning because yeah. I was expecting much more something much more post punky. Yeah, that you know we are now you almost you expect it to incorporate synth like this anymore. Yeah, for sure. And then it kicked in. Yeah, I was like goddamn, that was that raised my eyebrows. Yeah, for sure. That was that was real solid, man. I don't have that much to say about it. I thought the like I said, I thought the synth that was a novel use of synth because it was just there as added texture. It was just like a little layer. It, mm -hmm. it wasn't like, it wasn't playing like uh, different melodies. There were no leads in there. It was just kind of like boosting the pre-existing like guitar melodies in there, which is a cool way to use it for sure. Yep. Yeah, this was cool, man. This was a, uh, that, I mean, that's only in a minute and 18 seconds of music. I haven't heard the rest of that, but they are, uh, that's a, that's a, a pretty, that's a pretty solid first effort for sure. I mean, and you can get this um, in domestically anyway in the states. They have a bunch of labels. There's no links, but they have some labels that carry this tape. Uh -huh. And domestically in the in the states anyway, Open Palm Tapes. Okay. Openpalmtapes.bandcamp.com has this. Okay. Um, and I have one now. So. Okay, sick. There you go. Yeah, this was real solid. Very good demo. Thanks to Grant for sending it in. I think we can we can keep it moving on this one. Yeah. Um, okay, so ooh, ooh, I'm excited for this one because I have heard one song off of this and it is really, really fucking good. So this is uh, Alvilda with Negatif. You can find this at aliensnatch.bandcamp.com. It is on Alien Snatch Records. So this is a French uh, power pop band. Uh, and I have heard the track that was suggested to us on here, Cinema, and saw the video for it. And it is it is some really good shit. I am, I'm excited just to listen to it again. So we're going to listen to the song Cinema by Alvilda off of their release, Negatif. <laughs>
All right, so that was the song Cinema by the band Alvilda from France off their release Negative. Uh, I forgot to mention this was submitted also by Grant and also Franklin. A couple people sent this in separately. Uh, yeah, man, that's some that's some really good shit. As Grant said in his email, you know, if you like uh, if you like guitar pop of any sort, uh, mm-hmm. you're you're probably gonna like that. This is especially evocative to me of a lot of the '70s and '80s uh, mod revival pop. Uh, like uh, power pop stuff that I am really a huge fan of, like the Lambrettas, the Purple Hearts, uh, particularly the Barracudas. This sounds a lot like the Barracudas. Um, this this evokes uh, this evokes like for me what was one of my gateways into like alt music in general, which is like seventies and early eighties power pop stuff. Um, so yeah, this is this is everything I like about this genre of music done uh, done done to perfection. Nope, I don't have any anything bad to say about this whatsoever, except for the fact that it's sold out. Yes, it is. And I'm having a hard time finding a copy anywhere. Yep, for sure. This is one that I tried to buy as soon as I heard about it uh, a couple weeks ago. I should have hit you up then, but uh, or, or I would have hit you up then, rather, but it was even sold out like two weeks ago when I first heard about this. So. Yeah. Long gone. Uh, people with uh, people with their ear to the ground. Um, people who uh, pay closer attention than we do. Yes, they snatched this up long before we, we even knew about it. So yeah. this came out in August of last year. So, uh, yeah, really, really good. Only four songs long, all of them bangers. I listened to this whole 7-inch uh, basically right after I uh, saw the video and heard the track Cinema. Um, and I really hope that this band does more shit soon because it's very, very fucking good. So if you like that song, you'll like the rest of what this band has done on the seven inch. And, uh, yeah, ideally they are, ideally they will put out some more shit in this calendar year. So, all right, next up, we have got reveal with, uh, Doppelhertz. This is, uh, this is a submission from our homie Trey. Um, from Richmond. This band is from Sweden. He described this as uh, like virus with more straight up rock in it, uh, and the, that the uh, production ri- beats ass, and that there are a lot of uh, a lot of banging riffs on this. So they have got the song "Cockfights" uh, queued up to play. It's a long one. It uh, is a long song, but you know what? They're all kind of long. Trey spoke very highly of it. So. Um, also, the the opening track on this is called Cocoon, in parentheses, Bitch Regalia. Right. Which I really like that parenthetical. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting combination of words, Bitch Regalia, that I didn't imagine I'd ever see paired together. So, anyway, we're going to listen to the song Cockfights by Reveal off of Doppelhertz. <laughs> Shut them down! 
heard the song Cockfights by Reveal off of their record Doppelhertz. I can't really speak to that being a more rockin' version of Virus because I'm only passingly familiar with that band. I think I maybe heard the record that they put out on like um, maybe Season of Mist maybe, and that was like 10-ish years ago. Um, I think I'm, I'm passingly familiar with that. Probably got that in like a media fire drop when I was going through and downloading a bunch of weird metal shit at some point, but I do know that this was good. Uh, I thought you said the virus. No, not the virus, like the street punk <laughs> band. Like, so the whole time I was waiting for that, and it never yeah. happened. Like, no, no, like a virus, like the weird, the weird uh, art art metal band. Yeah, uh, but this was good. This was this was psychotic. This was <laughs> very schizophrenic musically. Um, it like flitted from idea to idea, and then would return to uh, a previously explored motif or idea. To great effect. There were some really fucking cool riffs in this. Yeah. Uh, very, very idiosyncratic and bizarre. I liked it a lot. How'd you feel about this? I like this a lot. Um, enough that I'm kind of trying to find where I can find it in, you know, distribution. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm definitely going to listen to the rest of this record. It makes sense that Trey sent us this. For sure. Because yes. let's face it. Trey is a heck of a musician. He is indeed a heck of a musician. And these yes. guys are musicians. Yes, for right. Sure. These guys are, these guys, um, um, their abilities transcend most of what you like to listen to. The band that we just heard. Yes, yes, for sure. I agree. Um, and uh, it shows in this. Um, yeah, I really like this a lot. I don't know anything about this band. I need to look into it um, because they've got a few other releases. They've been around for a little while. I mean, they've been. I think their first release came out in 2011. So you yeah. know. 10, 12 years. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is, uh, I really like this a lot. I don't really know what, when stuff like this hits, because some, I, I don't even know what to say about this. Yeah, for sure. Because it's, we always talk about, like, you know, we had the question recently, is there anything new under the sun? Yeah. And I don't think that this is a new genre. Right. But this is, this is the juxtaposition of enough different things, and it's, done with a knowledge of like the references and a knowledge of the instrument 
that uh, I don't really feel qualified to say anything bad about this because yeah. it's so much different than almost anything else that's coming down the road. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So, like, this is something genuinely, like, fairly new on my ears and fresh. Yeah, this is novel for sure. This was really cool. Also, shout out to Trey for, yes, being a hell of a musician, uh, playing in a band that manages to pull off things that lesser bands could not in our arma and also having a, a strong curatorial ear because despite the fact that Trey is a fucking mind-blowingly good musician and everybody in his band are great musicians they manage to still be good which is a feat unto itself because usually there's a point where you reach a certain level of musicianship in which your music begins to suffer for it and they have not reached that point and he also tends to send in stuff that even though it's bizarre uh maybe has some technical flourishes etc is still really cool and good so yeah. shout out to and Trey for doing that for the members of inner arma yeah Make up um, 10 of the people in Jada Pinkett Smith's stable. <laughs> That's correct. And I'm sure that they would be fine with us announcing yeah, that they, here on the air. They, they met her playing with Wicked Wisdom on right. a fest. Sure. And uh, just, boy, they just. Um, mm. I It's actually, it wouldn't be outlandish to, to think that that could happen. Because I actually recently told Trey, like, that. Watching him like be in Inner Arma and watching like Inner Arma's journey through through music over the last 10, 10 or so years. How could it not have involved going through Wicked Wisdom? Well, it's it's interesting because he he exists in like spaces that I could never imagine. He simultaneously shares like stages and plays shows with bands that are both like legendary to the utmost degree like carcass mm -hmm. and shit sure and also will tour with and share and play on fest with bands that are so bad it's like inconceivable to yeah me. you know what i yeah. mean like he really like inner armor really runs the gamut of like legendary shit and stuff that i think is like untouchably right stupid so mm -hmm. um yeah that was really good for sure going to listen to the rest of this uh bizarre cool uh catchy in a very very um very off-kilter way. Really good shit. Thanks to Trey for sending that in. So next up, we have got Easy Off with Dark Place. You can find this at easyoff.bandcamp.com. This was sent in by Tom. Uh, he didn't really say much about the music. He did just, uh, he suggested we listen to the sixth song on here, and he also said he's not sure if the vocals uh, detract from this or totally, totally elevate it. So um, we're going to listen to the song Facts Slash Feelings by Easy Off off of Dark Place.
All right, we just heard the song Facts Slash Feelings by Easy Off off of Dark Place. I forgot to mention this band is from uh, Hamilton, New Zealand. I got to say, Tom, maybe you don't listen to a lot of music that sounds like this because I thought that the vocals were pretty per- standard fare. apt. Yeah, for sure. Pretty standard fare for this kind of stuff. Um, there is a tag down at the bottom, Crust Punk, which I, mm. I think kind of applies here. Mm, in the same way that, you know, it, it's crusty in that way that you might expect to hear on like, southern lord in 2011 yes yeah for sure yeah this is this has got some other shit going on and the presentation is certainly not is certainly not crust punk Mm -mm. um how'd you feel about this uh this is fine again this sounds like stuff that would have been on southern lord 10 12 years ago yeah uh i like some of that stuff yeah sure um i don't revisit it very often but um yeah this is fine it was fucking burly thought i heard a little bit of a hm2 purr on the bass in the background possible um it was burly. It was fucking dark and heavy. Yeah. And, uh, but I also, I wasn't intrigued by it. Yeah, for sure. I'm with that. Right. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, decade old Southern Lord is like, is, is exactly where this band sits for sure. I could see this band in like a small club or a, or a basement on any given night 10 years ago and think like, yeah, this is pretty cool. And then immediately forget them after a week had passed, you know, mm-hmm. um, this was, this was perfectly fine at what it was aiming to be. Not something that, uh, that really captures my attention these days, but I thought, uh, uh certainly a competent example of it. Um, I really don't have that much else to say about it. We're already, we're already four bands uh, into this episode. We can save we're it, right? Like, we're like 25. We only got 25 minutes. Right. We're really busting we're through. We're busting through it. Cause, uh, we're hitting that point where it's like, all right, let's, Let's save it for the uh, let's save it for the bands that really hit us one way or another. Yeah, yeah. For this sure. was firmly down the middle for me. Yes, I agree entirely. Just fine. So next up we have uh, Fata Morgana. Uh, you can find this at the uh, La Vida S and Muse um, uh, Bandcamp. This was submitted by Derek, uh, who I don't. Oh, he no, he did describe. He this said just this came is, out too. Like this just came out on La Vida because I just got an email about this record like last week. Oh yeah, this just came out on La Vida. Yeah, February twenty second. Um, so uh, he described this as Barcelona based, like minimal synthy stuff. So um, the song they have uh, queued up to play is El Uraboro. So we're gonna listen to El Uraboro by uh, Fata Morgana off of Ahora Aqui Todavía No. LP. Tanto sangue 
just heard the song El Uroboro by Fata Morgana off of Ahora Aqui Todavia No. Um, so that was that was cool. That was not at all what I was expecting, though. That was like that was like equal parts craft uh, work and like a an excerpt from like a Tangerine Dream soundtrack record. You know what I mean? That was really very atmospheric, super sparse, super minimal. I'm not in the space, like physically or mentally, where that's what I should be consuming at this exact moment, like in the context of the show that we're doing and like the quest that we're presently on. But I'm definitely going to revisit that when I have uh, an out, you know, well, I don't know how many tracks this are, 11, 11 tracks. When I got 45 minutes of time to just like sit and listen to this quietly by myself. I'm for sure going to revisit that. My interest is peaked. I liked that. It just was like, this was the worst possible setting for me to hear that in, in this exact moment. So this is the third time I've tried to listen to this. Okay. Um, and I have not been in the right headspace. I don't think this is the same, just like you. I have not been in the right headspace to listen to this at any time. Yeah. In the past couple of weeks or so when I've tried to listen to this record. I think that, you know, I... Got an email about it maybe three weeks ago yeah. or so. And I was like, I'll check this out. Okay, this is kind of cool, but it's kind of also putting me to sleep right now. For sure. And I got to work. Yeah, this is sleepy music. And, or, you know, I got something else to do. Maybe I can put it on in the background while I'm fucking doing something at the house. No, I got shit to do. Yeah. I have not been able to make it through this. It's too, it's too minimal. It's very lethargic. For me yeah. to like dig into it. I don't think it's bad. Yeah. It's, you know, there's a catchiness to it. For sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's quirky and catchy, but at the same time, there's almost nothing going on. Yep. Um, so I can't say that I don't like it. I just haven't found the right context in which to enjoy it. The, the context that I am imagining enjoying this is uh, laying on like a lawn chair on a, sun, uh, on, a, on a sunny summer day, letting my eyes close. And I would be asleep by track six. That That is probably true. Yeah, right? For like sure. I need I need to have this in the correct setting for me to not only like have this be present in my mind. Yeah. But also have my mind remain active. Yeah, I agree for sure. Maybe right. maybe on like a nice uh, nice warm spring walk or something. Yeah, something like that. That might work. Like um, I could I could have listened to this uh, when I should have been outside today, enjoying the <laughs> wonderful sunny warm weather. Right, exactly. Like I I want to give this more of a chance than I have, and this is the third go around I've had. I I like I like the concepts, and I like I like what I'm hearing. Yeah, for sure. I just can't stay in that space. Yeah, I agree for sure. This just was not the right setting for me to hear this, but I'm going to I'm going to revisit this when I have some some t some solitary time and I don't have anything that I need to be working on or whatever. Maybe while well, I'm taking some pictures of product or something where I'm like otherwise occupied but don't need to engage my brain for it. So uh so we're going to take a break, or a very quick break to you. It'll seem like nothing but uh nothing because of editing magic, but we're going to go put some uh some pizzas in the oven and then we'll be right back. Yep. Tu sayado, tu sayado, tu 
Okay, so we're back, and um, <clears throat> we've now entered into the phase of this recording process. We're gonna be just eating. You're gonna get some really good ASMR because we got good. We have good high quality mics now too, so you're gonna get some nice chewing sounds. I guess maybe we can strive to not chew directly into the mics. Yeah, now. and not eat with our talk with our mouths full. Like we can be polite. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. No okay. reason to be jerks. We're not off to a good start, but that said, you know, we had to eat. Nate made some delicious pizza. He even made a delicious vegan pizza for me. So um, let's keep it going. So next up, we've got Ustalost, I believe is how you pronounce this. Ustalost, Ustalost. Um, this is a submission from Derek. You can find this at uh, gileadmedia.bandcamp.com. Um that is the label this is on. Uh, pretty, this at this point, well-established and storied label putting out metal of, uh, of various types. Uh, so the name of this record is Before the Glinting Spell Unvests. And it looks metal. It sounds metal. Um, I don't know what to expect. I don't think I was given any sort of... Uh, any sort of description leading into this. So let's just jump right into it. They have the song Enough Glass Will Cast a Shadow. So we're going to listen to that song by Usta Lost off of Before the Glinting Spell Unvests.
All right, we just heard the song Enough Glass Will Cast a Shadow by Usta Lost off of Before the Glinting Spell Unvests. So I don't know if we're going to diverge on opinion on this or not, but I liked that a lot. I also like a lot of uh, stuff that Gilead Media puts out in like contemporary black metal and just like arty metal world. I like Thou a lot. They've put out a bunch of, the, a bunch of if not most, of the uh, Thou releases. I like Kralis a lot. Um, I like Anticon. They've put out a handful of stuff in the kind of like artier, melodic black metal world, avant-garde black metal world that I dig. This was traditionalist in some senses and in others was very much in line with some of the stuff that I just cited. I dug this a lot, man. It was like, it was, uh, it was lush. It was like very, uh, the production was, was like satisfyingly full on this, but like not, not overproduced by any means. There were a lot of genuinely good riffs, but like a ton of ambiance and atmosphere. Um, I thought the synth served this really well. I liked the visual presentation of this. I think the cover is really cool. Um, if I were flipping through this, uh, fl flipping through records and I saw this, I would definitely stop and check out what this is. I, I liked pretty much everything about this. I'm for sure going to listen to the rest of this. Um, that was kind of like, as in terms of black metal of this style, art house black metal, this was like as uh, as about um, about as in my wheelhouse as you get with this kind of stuff. I liked it a lot. How'd you feel about it? Um, no, I did not like it. Yeah, I thought it was fine. There were certain parts that stuck with me. Like I said, there's some pretty good riffs in there, but sure. by and large, in in a, in a completely different way. But I'm gonna it, I'm gonna echo what I said about um, Phantom Agora. Sure. Um, which is I, I'm not in the headspace to enjoy this. This um, the point of this is to be like. I guess lush and full of itself and pretentious. Sure. And that almost always fails to catch me. Almost always. Like like this was six minutes and twenty one seconds and I was like, All right, well, let's wrap it up and then I'm looking and I'm like, Jesus, some of these tracks are eight and nine minutes long. Yeah. And I don't I, I couldn't I, I could not sit through three more minutes of that. Yeah, fair enough, man. Um, I, I kind of figured that this is this is how that we would we would diverge on this. This is this is um I think Despite despite all its hallmarks to like second wave black metal, sure. like what we heard with, you know, um, uh, War Mo War Moon Lord. Sure, this is also, um, you know, obviously like removed and derived from it in, in many ways. Sure, and uh, it just never. I mean, the stuff by War Moon Lord, sonically, I think it's fine. I like classic black metal, but I like the idea of classic black metal more than I actually like right. a lot of those bands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, I like the, I like the idea of it and I, 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 I listen to it occasionally and then I'm like, all right, well, let's hear something totally fucking bonkers. Right. Sure. Yeah. Um, which is more my style. And when you start, um, when you start, uh, layering on the ambiance and you start layering on the, uh, the, uh, I guess, uh, embellishments. Sure. Mm, I'm going to start checking out. I mean, just reading the write up on this. The, the write-up is something. Yeah. Come on, man. You ought to be ashamed of yourself for writing, for writing this, right? <laughs> yeah. Before the glinting spell invests, a vision of grandiosity and endless beguiling depth dragged, dragged dripping out of the bog with handfuls of fruit so overripe as to be nearly alcoholic. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's some purple prose right. for that, sure. That, that should have been dot 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 and then blood splatter across the fucking <laughs> computer screen as you put gun to head after you wrote that fucking sentence yeah 
Um, and, and basically anybody that it, any, anything that could be written about yeah. with such language. Yes. No way. I feel you, man. Uh, I mean, and I could, I could go either way on some of this stuff. I really like this shit, but this, this definitely falls into the, uh, the false category. Right. This is, this is, this is the false metal that real metal heads are calling for the death of for sure. This is, this is art house metal shit. Right. No doubt. Um, but I just happen like to like if, some if of this, this shit. If this said like Usulov rips the squalling Nazarene from Jada Pinkett Smith's <laughs> bull filled womb. <laughs> right. And tosses it carelessly without a thought into the flames. Yeah. Buying it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. That that helps. The presentation around a lot of this stuff is is very off-putting and I think is uh, is understandably alienating to people who don't have their own heads up their fucking asses. Um, for sure. So I, I, I get that. But uh, but I still, yeah, I really like this stuff. Like I said, I'm uh, and I also like... I like traditional second wave black metal. I think uh, considerably more than you. Do. You, you. I, I like it uh, as a snack once in a while. Yeah. Anymore, you know what I mean. For and sure. the highlights, I'm gonna fucking of course listen to. Yeah. But um, you know, uh, give me best you'll fucking war lust every time. Yeah, for sure. I feel you, man. So yeah, like that a lot. We'll pro we'll definitely listen to the rest of this. Uh, probably we'll pick up a copy if I can if I can find an LP copy of this out there yeah, it's it's probably out there who knows all right so next up we have uh, man all these bands whose names I can't pronounce uh, I'm just gonna do my best to pronounce this phonetically uh, Soliedo Vilag um, this is a band from uh, Budapest Hungary uh, this is another uh, another Lexi submission and we talked about had the the radio show uh, the like the punk radio show yeah what is the name of the show so we can promote it still don't know and uh check it out i found a couple shows on that that website that uh sound like they might fit the bill yeah yeah still don't know maybe in one of these emails she'll plug it yeah. um so the name of this relief release is uh don't even bother hanyatlo renzer maybe or something it's in the i'm in the ballpark um, you can find this at the name of the band's band camp, but man, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to spell all that it, out for you. It'll, it'll be in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. Click exactly. the link. Yeah, there you go. Um, so I don't know anything about what this sounds like. She didn't, uh, uh, provide any context for it or anything. She just sent it over, said that it was new stuff from Hungary. So, um, they have got the third song that I'm not going to try to pronounce queued up to play. So we're going to hear the third song off of this record by this band from, uh, Hungary.
So I'm going to give you the, the English translations here. The song we heard according to Google Translate is called General Weekdays by the band Sinking World off of their release Declining System. That's all in English, uh, according to uh, the translate function that I just used in my Chrome browser. So that was um, that was kind of similar to Lexi's last submission in the sense that like it was a pretty good iteration of a kind of a, a well-explored form of punk that we have on this show, but at just a lower tier in which production was like a big barrier to access. Yeah, I kind of, I, I was trying to listen to the song for what it was and scrape away some of the um, effects and layers that were on the instruments. Yeah. You know, and yeah, there were some interesting concepts in there. For sure. But I also think that um, those effects and layers really helped out a lot. They may have, yes. They yeah. May, you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 for sure. I think they kind of helped out a lot. Um, I didn't I didn't think, as this one, I was like, okay, I'm into this. It's it's um, it's pretty driving. The bass behind sounded really good. The bass did sound good, yeah. And um, wasn't completely, like, I guess, um, snared, like completely ensnared with what the guitar was doing, you know? For sure, yep. And uh, I, I dug that. I, I give this... Um, I'm going to give this a B minus. Yeah. I think this is pretty good. I, I'm going to listen to the rest of it for sure. There's some long tracks on here. There are, yeah. Um, there's a general sort of like um, despondency, at least to that song. Mm -hmm. You know, I, lyrically, I was looking at the lyrics and, you know, the lyrics are pretty standard, like, you know, punk rock lyrics in terms of like, you know. Yeah. The blood of society. The blood of society and that sort of thing. But I kind of like the mood that the... Uh, the the, the 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 mood and the atmosphere that the, that the, that the uh, instrumentation put over everything yeah for sure so I'm probably gonna check this out a little more it's got my interest peaked um, but I also have the feeling that this is something where every single song sounds exactly like what we just heard that could very well be the case yeah right yeah <clears throat> I just think this this is like an example of uh, just the the difference that resources can make because yeah. I think if this was if this is recorded a hundred percent better than this we like it considerably more from jump. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I like. The, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, this had a lot of stuff in there, a lot of hallmarks that I really like, but there was something about it which really didn't totally sell it to me yet. Yeah, maybe it's the uh, illiberal policies of Hungarian dictator Viktor Orban. <laughs> Perhaps that's what which it I'm is. sure these these folks are re you know rebelling against for sure in some fashion, whether it be privately or mentally or whatever. Indeed. So there you go. All right, <clears throat> let's keep it moving. Next up. We have Game Changer with their Changing the Game Demo 21. I, I like think you are. I, <laughs> I like restating the band name in just slightly different syntax. That's, Looking at these guys? Yeah. They're not changing. They're, the game. they're definitely not changing the game. So this was sent in by Brody. Uh, this is a band from uh, Belgium. Brody said that, you know, full disclosure, he doesn't, he doesn't love this or hate it. He just likes to hear what you specifically think about stuff like this. And he said also they look like some serious guys who might hurt him if they didn't submit it so <laughs> no they don't look they don't look that serious no they definitely don't but they're they're trying to look a little bit serious with that angle yeah looking not, up at them they look yeah. like they're eight feet tall yeah it's not a flattering yeah, angle looks like they're barely making the third shelf of that bookshelf behind them <laughs> yeah for sure right they're maybe their belgian diets aren't getting them enough uh, enough nutrition 
Yeah, in the impoverished Belgium. <laughs> much like much like North Korea is to South Korea, Belgium and France, right? <laughs> that's right. Little little do people little do people know, but that's that's exactly right. Um, so uh, obviously, okay. So they got the third song queued up to play. I was going to say, obviously, we're not we're not going to not going to listen to the intro. So we're going to listen to the song "Demise" by the band Game Changer off of their "Changing the Game" demo twenty one. <laughs> heard the song demise by game changer off of changing the game demo 21 what do you think did they change the game with that no they didn't change anything <laughs> um they certainly didn't change my mind that i hate this kind of fucking hardcore yeah is there a single version of this that i like i'm trying to think there are some that i like but for you i i would doubt it i i can't think of a single version right yeah. i mean i have to go back 30 fucking years yeah to think of anything that you know kind of fucking sounds like this that ne i like neglect maybe yeah you know, like, I have to go back so fucking yeah. far, right? Yeah. Which means that I don't like any version of this. Right, basically, Because yes. this, is, this is such a modern sort of, like, twist yeah. on various 90s influences and early aughts influences. Yeah. Um, no, I hated this. I hate the artwork of this, yep. right? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> like, shitty clown busting <laughs> through a wall holding some knives? Yeah, man. He's got some scimitars in hand. What the fuck? 
fuck is Coolio is going to stage dive to this fucking band, <laughs> right? Like what the, the 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 artwork is shitty. Um I think that this also eh, How do I say this? These without, are white people. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, how do I say this without sounding like a real shithead? You should have sung this in your native language. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, right? for sure. Right. Like you should have sung this in the native in your native language. Um, because it does not it does it is not conveying the level of hard acidness that you think it is. For sure. Yeah. In English. Yeah, no doubt, dude. Yo, the thing that really got me about that was <laughs> using the phrase fuck out of here because that is so fucking colloquial. Yeah. That would like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. so colloquial that it's just like, there, people don't say this in Belgium, certainly. So this is like, it, it, it's it's a full-on fabrication, right? Yeah, it's, right. It, this is like, this is, it's full facsimile. Right. Everything about this. Right. Like, I, I would feel dishonest if I said, fuck out of here. Just that, I'll say, get the fuck out of here. Right, sure. But for me to just go fuck out of here. Yeah. Right, like that's a level of code switching that, like, I don't feel like uh, I'm comfortable doing. Like, it just yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't sound right coming no. out of me. Right, it, let alone let alone some dude from Belgium singing over some fucking some groovy metallic hardcore. Yeah, yeah, man. No, the, I mean, I'm I'm not afraid to say it. The 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 Eurofication of this form of music makes this a zillion times funnier than it already would be. And yeah, I mean, looking looking at these folks, they don't look like. Uh, they don't look like hard boys either, you know. No, what I mean? the so guy in like, the fucking polo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The striped polo. Yeah, for sure. He's got the one step closer polo on. Um, yeah, man. This is whatever. Like, I, like, have you shot a gun? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, I, don't like, know I ain't hard, and lots of people in the states ain't hard, and we shot guns. <laughs> right, for sure. Right? What are you doing playing shit like this if you never even handled a fucking pistol? <laughs> right. yeah. Yes, exactly. What the fuck? <laughs> right. right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you come to the States and you want to shoot guns, I'll take you out and we can shoot guns. You can see it's not a big deal. It's kind of fucking gay. Right? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's fun for all of 10 minutes and then that's it. Yeah. Um. So, like, I don't, I don't feel like... I don't feel like if you've never actually fucking handled a gun, <laughs> yeah. you have any business... <laughs> with this I, I agree with that entirely yes for sure the at least that would lend this some modicum of authenticity right yeah um, yeah so this is this is bad it, this is stupid even in its truest quote quote unquote realist form in this in this far-flung uh, many steps removed. The Belgian Belgian iteration. It 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 adds several layers of stupidity. On it, top, it, so. I will say that it it definitely hits different here in the states. For sure, might be over in you know continental Europe. Yeah, this is uh, you know the thing. Sure, but it hits way different over here. It does. Yes, for sure. Okay, so next up we have got Hellbound with Fury Never Dies. You can find this at northernunrest.bandcamp.com. This was sent in by AJ. I love AJ's submissions because sometimes he's like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And then other times he'll be he'll submit something because he's like, this sucks. I want you to hear it. And then times like this where he doesn't seem to have any feeling about it at all. He just said, yeah, it's okay. Then why? I, <laughs> then see, why? That, I, I, I like this best because I don't like I, I I don't like hit jobs. I don't like hit jobs either. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I like things to be sent to us. You know, not not in a way to like, 
you know, try to try try to go for a certain reaction. I agree for sure, uh, but I would prefer that you at least like what <laughs> like what you're sending. Don't send something in that you're just like, yeah, this is middling. Let's well. get it on the show. Um, so they've got the first song on here queued up to play. So we're gonna hear "Victory Eternal" by Hellbound off of "Fury Never Dies."
Okay. Okay. So we listened to two songs because the first song was kind of kind of half an intro. So we listened to Victory Eternal and Delirium by the band Hellbound off of Fury Never Dies. This was kind of a, a perfect band to follow directly yep. on the heels of Game Changer because this fundamentally takes some of the same components and does it really, really well. Well, it also adheres to a bit more of a, I guess, classic 90s. I mean, yes. when this when this was playing, I was thinking, Jesus, this sounds a lot like, well, I mean, there's stuff in there that is like obviously just full on integrity. Yes. Um, but this sounds a lot like shit I heard in the 90s in like Western Pennsylvania and Eastern Ohio. Yeah. And then I look and it says, oh, taking influences from 90 Clevo Corps. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for right? sure. And this adheres a lot more closely to those roots for sure. than Game Changer did and was pulled off way better. Like, Game Changer wasn't trying to play this. Right. But when I said, like, I have to think back 30 years before I find something that is sort of in a lineage of Game Changer that I'm like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. This is the sort of stuff, that the path that I'm going down. Yeah, for sure. And this is this is more crossover than a lot of the Cleveland stuff, yes. which I think actually helped it because it, the, the, it felt, even when it slowed it down, it still felt really frenetic and energetic. Yeah, it like, didn't, it didn't, it, it, it adhered to some older sort of, um, I, I guess, older ideas. Yeah. But it also felt modern. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, this is more... This is more crossover than even Ringworm goes, in my opinion. Mm. This is more crossover than In Cold Blood or Integrity or whatever. Uh, and it's moshy and it's hard, but it is not... It Yeah, man. It, it never... Like I said, even when it slows down, it doesn't feel like it's slowing down. Like, even the breakdowns on this feel like they were coming at you at, like, breakneck speed. Yeah. So keeping up just the momentum and the energy on this helped a lot. And also, like, there were a lot of really good riffs in there. There were a lot of riffs in there, period, but it didn't feel like riff salad. No. Like, and, this and was just going the No, whole time. and the 2 minute and 39 second timestamp, I mean, I was like, fuck, this song's all over already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said to you at one point, I was like, you know, with, like, a minute to go out of the song, I was like, I don't hate this. Yeah. And I was like, actually, I think I really fucking like this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's sick. This is a lot better than the, AJ was like, oh, it's it's okay, it's whatever. This was really good, man. This is this also Glasgow is like a very this is that's one of the last places I guess I would imagine this music coming from. Yeah, it's very it's just really weird to think of a bunch of Scottish lads getting together and making this music. It's what they're into, man. That is so that is so regionally and time specific. Yeah. But yeah, this was good, man. Uh, I liked both of those tracks. I will, I will certainly listen to the third track. I wish there were more than three fucking tracks. One of which is basically an intro. Yes, I do too. Right, I do too. I um, mean, you know, come on, guys. Yeah. This again, I would not buy this on principle alone, even if it wasn't sold out. Sure, yeah. Because what the fuck? If you can, if you can put two, you know, let's say the next song, "Exterminate," is in the same vein. Yeah. Right? If you can put Two songs together that sound like that. Yeah. Come on. Right. Yeah. Just, yeah. You can give us six at least. Just give us five? Yeah. An intro and five songs? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, for right? sure. So what, are you going to put your head back under the fucking covers and wait another three years or something? Yeah. It doesn't even say that this is a demo. Right. It's just like, hey, here it is. Yep. Here it is. Our, um, you know, less than six minutes worth of, worth of music. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, is this Is this like the... Is this the debut from this man? Um, it doesn't seem to indicate that they have done anything previous. It says they're back. It says Glasgow. Oh, Glasgow, Glasgow Hardcore, Hardcore is back. Is back. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
Also, they they do mention with a with a healthy dose of E standard mosh. Um, that's that's also an important thing to note here. Mm-hmm. This is not da- when you down tune this type of music. To me, you lose a lot. You lose a lot of the energy. You lose a lot of the energy. And when you can make shit sound fucking heavy and hard without having to down tune this shit to hell, I think it it lends so much to it. Like that that inte- I mean, yeah, integrity is a perfect example. Yep. Right. Like that stuff is hard as nails and it is not down tuned and sludgy and right. stupid. Right. Um, yeah, this was unexpectedly good for sure. Unexpectedly good. Um, okay, so next up we have got uh, Woodstock ninety nine with their self titled release. This was uh, this was sent in by Preston. This is our last release of this episode. <laughs> Fred um, Durst, huh? Fred Durst on a wearing fucking, a helmet shirt. Yep, wearing a helmet shirt on a quarter pipe. Um, this is coming out of Buffalo. It's got the so I don't know who if anybody that we know is in this band, but it's members of Brown Sugar and somebody and some someone else, but I okay. can't remember who else. Um, the song that that was suggested to us was the the last song in here. So we're gonna listen to La, La Casa de Fuck You by Woodstock ninety nine off of their self titled tape. So we just heard La Casa de Fuck You by Woodstock 99 off of their self-titled release. This is also members of Cement Shoes. So mm. there you go. Cement Shoes, very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, the song that we heard, I assume, uh, because it says the cassette includes the band's debut 7-inch as well as a single track off of their forthcoming LP, Unsorry State. Right. So I'm assuming that that's probably what we just heard. Maybe. 
Maybe. I mean, it's the last song on the release, so I'm going to assume that's probably probably the case. Yeah. Um, that was really good, man. That was that was very good. That mosh part at the end was sick all on its own, and then when the single piano piano key came in, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm I'm in, I'm into that. I've used that trick on uh, on a couple of my own songs in the past. It's a fucking it's a classic rock and roll move. That was really good. So I I missed all of the um, signals uh, present. In with with this uh, web page, basically, yeah, with, with uh, their page here on Bandcamp, um, I didn't look at the tags at the bottom. I just kind of looked at Woodstock '99, saw Fred Durst. I thought, okay, are we having some true on like aping, right? Fucking Limp Biscuit, a la 1999. Are we having some true on aping that sort of shit? Sure, not at all. No, not at all. Um, the names of the songs, yeah, I think are uh, taking taking a crack at. Um, that fucking Limp Bizkit album about the chocolate starfish. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pickle bullfrog titties, fried snake belly, fermented beanies and weenies. Yeah. I think so. I, I think that, that we, that's a safe assumption. Yeah. yeah, this was a lot of fun. I really like that. If I'd have looked at the bottom and saw some of the bands associated with it, I probably would have assumed that I'd liked it coming in. Yeah. It was very stupid. It was very mocking, but it also fucking ripped. Yep. It kind of encapsulated everything I like about a lot of Feral Kid releases. For sure. And Feral Kid is a record is a label I haven't thought about for a minute. Did Feral Kid put out the, this uh, initial seven inch? No, but you can get these through Feral Kid. Oh, okay. So I think somehow there's some sort of you know. Sure. It's not Feral Kid, um, but you know, uh, Tetrion Tapes is mm-hmm. through Feral Kid, and, and it's probably some sort of association. I'm just gonna say there is. Yeah. I don't fucking know, but I'm gonna say there. I is. mean, this is based out of Buffalo. Exactly. And 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 Biff, I think, knows pretty much everybody up that way. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And and Feral Kid, unfortunately, I haven't thought about in a minute, but I don't think they've put anything out that i'm not like yeah this is a lot of fun and this is super fucking good yeah for sure right yeah um, because uh you know the helmsman is on point right yes exactly yeah right? uh, yeah I'm, I'm a man of a man of uh superior taste a so, man who played in brown sugar who fucking ripped so and has played in many other great bands i'm gonna have to make an order here pretty soon yeah for sure um i mean uh, yeah they the the last I mean, they put out everything that they've put out recently has been really good too. They mm-hmm. put out uh, that mystery girl stuff. They put out that pleather stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. I think I think Biff's at the point where he just puts out stuff if he really likes it and he feels like it, kind of thing. You right. Know? Um, he's been doing it long enough, and he's been doing so much cool shit long enough. He can just kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna put out this record, and then I'm not gonna do anything for two years, whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, this was really good, man. I, I dug it a lot. Ton of fun. Fucking ripping. The riffs were good. We'll uh, we'll. Fr- I don't know if this LP has has because this came out in august of last year so i don't know if the lp has already uh if it already exists or it's or if it's still forthcoming i haven't seen any news about it yeah me neither so i'll have to check into that uh we'll definitely keep my ear to the ground on this if it's not already out because that was sick but on that note uh let's uh let's wrap up this episode of it like uh like i said for our listeners this is merely the third episode in a series that's releasing in a in a, in a super digestible time period, and for us, it is uh, 6 o'clock on the same day. We started at noon. At noon, and we got a long way to go. And I got more pizza to eat. So, yeah, so do I. All right, we, uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll, uh, we'll see you on the next one.